Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavors, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, but also getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. You can find the link to our playlist in the show notes. Welcome to episode 90. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guests today are greatest hits. The indie three-piece from the Gold Coast have recently released their new single, Spicy. In today's episode, we're speaking with Ryan, Chelsea and Henry about how the band came to be, touring with Johnny Benet, and the difficulty in Googling their band name. Here we go. Our guests today are an indie three-piece from the Gold Coast in Australia. After releasing their debut EP, Volume 1, last year, they've continued to release new music throughout 2021, including the new single, Spicy. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Ryan, Chelsea, and Henry from Greatest Hits. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Sorry, I've just, re- just stuck my mouth with some morning bun. Perfect. Right, right at the same time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could have timed that better. That's that's on me. <laughs> right. You call me off guard. Uh, congratulations. The single Spicy is out now. It's very exciting. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot. We've been excited for this one. This, this song's been a long time coming. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, how long has this song um, kind of been cooking behind the scenes? This is this song has a pretty funny origin story. It was actually started by a one-year-old in Nashville singing about soda water, <laughs> referring to it as spicy water and just singing spicy, <laughs> literally where we got the idea from when we were travelling. And that's how long ago you know that happened because... Yeah, what it year was that? Anymore. That was... 2019. 2019. Or maybe, yeah, yeah, well, it was 2019. So that's that's when it very first started. Um, and it's it kind of started as a voice memory on my phone for quite a while. And then, yeah, kind of this, I guess this year, this year we kind of came back to it and, and we started, we actually started playing it live a little bit and then, and then we recorded it and yeah, here we are. That's very cool. When you kind of have little ideas like that, how often do you go back through the voice memos and kind of re-listen to stuff and be like, oh, that could work or like, no, that could never work. <laughs> that was a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> that one-year-old's going to have some royalties now. No. Um, I don't really? know. Um, you- probably every like few months. I mean, we between all of us, um, we just kind of keep a – we just keep like a folder of, of song ideas. Um, they throw in there. I, I like, I, don't, I like going back and listening to it. Cause some, some stuff you, you know, you think it's, it's good in a moment and then you come back to it and not really sure about it, but then, you know, maybe in like a different context in a few months time, like, Oh, you know, no, maybe there's something in that. Um, so 
and it's always cool. Like, you know, Henry, Henry gets like all these ideas going and drops them in there. And Henry's um, full of spice all the time. <laughs> and I, I like just going back to it every now and again, sitting on the toilet. Yeah, going sometimes it's, it's not the ones that you like, you think are going to be that good. And then you go back and you're like, Oh, actually, must have been like having a bit of a bad taste day because this is actually kind of fun. Or <laughs> <laughs> the other way around when you think All the so sick and then the next day you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can very much understand that. Sometimes it might just need a slight, slightly different framing, if you will. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of the mind usually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the video itself is, um, I, oh, Look, I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to be the first person you've spoken to who will do this or the last person, and so I apologise. I'm so intrigued um, to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> well, the video itself is quite spicy. Um, yeah, <laughs> it happened. Um, the Yeah, the video, I really enjoyed. Just I'm curious, firstly, whose dad is that out of the three of you? Who's <laughs> That's actually none of our dads. It's, um, I wish. No, I love my dad, but he's like, he's a very <laughs> cool dad. <laughs> so that is a friend of ours. So, um, so a guy called Ben Robinson, um, he, he films all of our videos and it's actually his dad. Who is stuck here because of COVID. Um, so his dad usually lives in Uganda. They're from England um, originally and they live in Uganda and they came over for Ben's wedding in March last year. And they're still in, <laughs> they're still in Australia. Oh, yeah. And anyway, while, while they've been here, one of the things they got into, um, so so it, the guy's name's Craig, Craig, Craig Robinson, Mr. Robinson. Um, so Mr. and Mrs. Robinson, Craig and Janine, um, one of the things they really got into while they've been stuck here is doing um, like TikTok dances. <laughs> so that was kind of, for us, that was the thing that um, kind of tipped us off of like, oh, he might actually be really good at this. Because you kind of wanted that character that's, you know, like... We wanted it to be good, but not good at the same time. Not professional. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you wanted someone with, like, a bit of style and, and could move well, but, like, if it had been a professional dancer, it just... It, would it, would, it wouldn't have felt right. No. It would have been a very different video, I imagine, with um, with a professional dancer in there. You want someone who's got the passion, but maybe not the um, expertise behind <laughs> it fully. That's exactly yeah. That's our life. But what you didn't see is like, so his wife is like in the back. I'm sure we'll post some BTS at some stage in the background, like egging him on, like, yeah, damn pistols. Like, he didn't wind up. She's like yelling at him. But she got she got the performance we needed. So that's possibly like uh the next video for another single is like the perspective of the the stage mother or the stage wife, if you will. Yeah, stage wife. <laughs> With the new single, obviously we've had um, Spicy, we've had Banana uh, Banana Moon this year. Could we, I guess, are we looking at uh, a more long player or another EP at some point this year or in the future? Um, yeah. There's, there's, that we can talk about. There's, there's another there's another collection, um, but... That's, yeah, it's coming. Yeah. No, I will not uh, push any further on that. <laughs> <I'll do> that. <laughs> um, I wanted to kind of go back to the origins of the band, if that's all right, because yeah. firstly, you've um, you've definitely made it a, an interesting job 
for uh, journalists or for the media because greatest hits has to be one of the most difficult band names to research. Yeah, we stuffed it. I was going to ask whether that was intentional. It might have been like a, a, a tactic. Um, no, not really. Like, to be honest, like not much of this band to start off with was very intentional. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously, we, we hadn't really thought the name through. It was. Yeah. It literally started as a joke because we were just, we, we'd all been like playing in different music, like different things, and we're all just a bit sick of like the dumbness that comes along with the music industry sometimes and just wanted to do some stuff that was like only fun that we loved and it was just a joke and then yeah at, at the start there, at the start there was no intention to ever ever release any music or anything it was it was like 2 a 2 a.m just just writing a song um and then the next day that turned into another demo and and then me and um a mate that i was kind of messing around with, with these songs with he was we just kind of joked, oh, we should, you know, we should just come out and just put out like a greatest hits album, and like, oh, let's just let's just call this band greatest hits, <laughs> and then it like really that was that was kind of going to be the end of it, um, and then um, someone I can't remember who it was exactly, but I think maybe like a, a promoter friend um, in Leeds because we were all, we were all living in England at the time, and um, I think he just kind of somehow heard one of these demos and it's like, like guys, you got to play a song. And at this point, like there wasn't a band or anything. What did you mean? Yeah, what did I say? A song. A song. Play, <laughs> I meant to say play a show. You guys should play a show. Um, and, you know, we, we didn't have a band or anything, um, but we're like, oh, yeah, you know, that, that'd be a good idea. Like these, these songs seem pretty fun. So we kind of threw a band together and we, after we, we literally, started. Like me and Henry met the day before the gig. <laughs> we tried to discover. Yeah, we had like a one rehearsal. I saw Chelsea the rehearsal before that, but she couldn't come into rehearsal. They wouldn't let for me for some reason. And then Ryan was like, "Oh, no, that's Chelsea over there." And I was like, "I don't even think she saw me. It's just like a bit of a wave." And then I didn't meet her for another week until the gig. <laughs> <laughs> so it was definitely not a not the slickest operation <laughs> before um, <clears throat> prior to maybe coming here. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, like one thing led to another week. So that first show, we had a lot of fun and then we played a few more shows and, um, and then I guess at some point we're like, oh, you know, maybe we should, maybe we should record these songs. So we, we recorded, um, the first single mortals and just, you know, kind of just put it out ourselves. Didn't really think much of it. Um, and that was just before, um, me and Chelsea moved back to Australia and we kind of landed back in Australia to the news that it it got a play on Radio One in England. And we're like, we stopped it. Should have stayed there. <laughs> and then that was kind of like, oh, you know, maybe we should maybe we should take this a little more seriously. So so now we're full professional. Did you <laughs> did you play any more shows in the UK, or was the timing roughly around when borders closed? Or? We were playing for about a about a year. This was like. Yeah, I think we were. Well, we just you guys got here, here a bit before I did, but I was here for maybe six months before the borders shut and stuff. So we, yeah, we played a fair few shit like. Well, we like wouldn't rehearse. Well, we, we were just it was playing a fair shows pretty shows. much for a few months. What'd you say? We were like, I just remember we weren't rehearsing, and we'd play like a few for a couple of months. We just play a lot of shows. Yeah, and not really see anyone outside of it, and then yeah, we all kind of went our own way for a little bit. Yeah, that's probably, I guess, like six months or something where we, we didn't really do much because everyone was in all different parts of the world 
and then Henry decided to move to Australia. And this was, this was kind of just before all the COVID stuff kicked off. Um, and yeah, so us, us three ended up here and then we met a couple other guys who play in the live band as well. And funny enough though, like those guys as well had just moved back to Australia too. Like, um, Jack who normally plays drums for us, he'd been living in Nashville for years. He'd just moved back and, um, Tim had been like living, he, he was all over like LA and then in France and it was none of us, none of us knew each other before we were in Australia and we just, just, it was crazy. It was very serendipitous. Yeah. And the funny thing with Jack, our drummer, is we lived in Nashville for a little while um, on our way back to Australia. We we're kind of thinking of moving there, but decided not to. And, and when we were there, some friends of ours were like, oh, you just missed our friend Jack. Um, he's gone back to Australia now. And so, like, we had mutual friends randomly and then randomly met in Australia again after that. So it was... Very much. And, and yeah. like Jack, Jack isn't local either. He's, he's in Coffs Harbour. So, you know, we were on the Gold Coast at the time and my brother ran into him at like an engagement party in Coffs Harbour. So, Jack was crashing. He wasn't invited <laughs> to the party, but he went. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. We've all ended up together. It's, it's, it's quite nice. Yeah. I see. I don't want to steal your word, Chelsea, but I think it is like, it sounds like it was quite serendipitous almost. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a nice word, <laughs> <laughs> you guys were able to play some shows last year, though, I believe. You were supporting um, Donny Benet. Yes. Yeah. That was, like, that was actually that was this year. year. Oh, oh, sorry, this year. This year. No, it's Time. fine. We, we got really lucky. I think in the first, like, few months of the year, we played so many shows and then none for <laughs> ages. But we got really lucky at the start of the year. We did, yeah, we did first, a couple of first, amazing first, things. like, five or six months of this year, um, it just I, – I mean, we've, we've been super, super lucky with that. Yeah. Um, mm. Just the, the windows kind of opened at the right time. Very grateful. How did those shows um, play out? I apologise. My concept of time is – how did those shows go and was it nice to kind of after being able to you know decide we're kind of we're going to do the band properly and write a record or an ep uh, be able to play play these songs they were great it was like so fun and we got to play we played with like every combination of the band possible as well because when borders were changing some because we all lived kind of all over the place some people couldn't make it so we got to travel like down to melbourne sydney we did canberra but also sometimes just the three of us and a drum machine sometimes no drummer and like there were six of us with like two backing vocalists <laughs> um extra percussion players so it was like a pretty fun time just to get out yeah, and, like, yeah did, like explore. The, the five piece band and then we did we did one with just like everyone which is great. The Donny Benet one was like special though, because I think that was our first proper support tour. And to land the Don was like <laughs> such a dream. Our, um, our booking agent, Jimmy, he's such a legend. He he rang us and he was like, um, I'm going to pitch you for Donny Benet, but he wants a two piece electronic act. He's like, can you do that? And we're like, no, we, <laughs> but we could do three. We just said we could do three piece thinking, there's no way in hell we'll get the Donny Benet tour. That's huge because we like froth him, all of us. Um, and then he, I remember he rang us 
we got the message through that we'd gotten it. And I was just like, yeah, it's like punching the roof of the car, like so excited. And then it was just like, shit, now we have to do a three piece. <laughs> on the set. So we just like madly in my, was it a week or two weeks? I think in like a week. In a week, we yeah. just got completely different. I mean, and none, none of us have really like, really done like electronic <laughs> anything before. <laughs> so I was like learning how to use a drum machine and, but it was cool. It was good fun. I'm glad for it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and who doesn't want to watch Johnny Bernay ten nights in a row? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I imagine that it's um, you know, as as musicians, you want to give like a unique experience every time. You don't want to just appear to be going through the motions. And I imagine that um, on that tour, people can walk away saying that they have seen uh, an, a unique individual greatest hits show because yeah, not one was like the other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. With um, borders starting to, you know, slowly be... Uh, there's exit plans at the moment for, for, for everyone and um, and hopefully some gigs coming back. Can we possibly... Our plan to see greatest hits on tour come the summer. Yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We've got, um, we, we have a really exciting support tour coming up that we're not allowed to announce just yet. Um, so that uh, will it, be in the coming, in the yeah. coming weeks. And that, that's going to be great. Um, so, but we're hoping to get our own shows. Obviously everything's had to be reshuffled. We're playing in Brisbane in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Yeah, I think yeah. that'll, and on the Gold Coast. On Saturday. So we've got, we finally have some shows coming up again, which I am so excited for because I'm like a drug addict for live shows. <laughs> <laughs> it has been um, very disappointing in terms of like just, yeah, not being able to see gigs. So I'm glad that hopefully we'll be able to see some this summer. And um, I'm very looking forward to whatever the news is, whoever the support act is. Um, no, we'll where the support act? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've not I've not had coffee for six weeks and this is my first cup. So I'm feeling oh, so. So I'm feeling crazy. I'm I'm I feel honored that you you've joined us with, with the coffee because it is a um well yeah again it's another unique experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try something else next time. <laughs> um 
greatest hits as a, as a band, uh, would you be happy to talk about the playlist that you sent through? Yeah, definitely. Love to. Yeah. Let's do song by song, I think. It'd be nice. Yeah, song Give by song. song it's, own, it's own kind of, little time. Yeah, it's, it's like, I feel like it's a good snapshot of um, kind of all of our tastes. So it's it's not something, we haven't done the set list, like we haven't all sat down together and all agreed, and on, every, all agreed on every song. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, I'll just pull up. I have some of the questions. Give me one second. <laughs> It's okay. It's a good time. I love doing these playlists. Sometimes Henry puts some um, gems in there that I, I've never even heard. There's a good chance for me to hear new music. Henry is a, a wealth of gems. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Think. Well, the feeling the feeling's mutual. There's always some truth. Oh, it it's basically Henry's playlist. <laughs> 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 like the username on who's added what song. And there is one that is more prevalent than the other, uh, than others. Yeah. <laughs> so that might be Henry. I don't think that was me. I thought it was, I thought we had a strict 10 song limit and I was on my lunch break at work yesterday. Like, Oh, this is sick. I only need to do four songs now. Cause I was like stressing over it. Oh, sorry. Did I, I, I might, I might've got a bit greedy. Did I take six? That's okay. No, but I wanted to put a Benny Singh song in anyway. And oh, there we go. nobody's fault in. So I was like, this is great. One All right. Benny, Benny Singh. That's where we agree. Yeah. <laughs> Does it equal 10? You guys have done well. Um, the, the first one is Alice Clark. Don't you care? Cool. Alice Clark. Yeah. I, I, Henry, you can jump in as well. I, I mean, we all like Alice Clark. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, this that that whole album is is so great. Um, I actually don't know that much about Alice Clark, so I went I went digging. It turns out, um, like, not many people do know much about her. She's like a bit of a bit of an unknown. Um, she's like a this like New York soul singer. I think she only did like two two lots of recording, and then it was a bit of a flop, and just kind of disappeared. But anyway, her. Um, her album's kind of had a bit of a resurgence. But, yeah, if you haven't heard it, check cool. it out. Like, her, her vocal yeah. is just incredible and just full of so much feeling. Um, yeah, her yeah. lyrics are amazing. They're so sad. They're, like, sad. A lot of them are just sad, like, love songs, but they're kind of beautiful and, like, it's big yeah. arrangements. Okay. And, like, the groove is still, like, really fun. Mm. I think that's... I think you'll find that, like, the common thread through all this stuff and it's kind of, um, like... I guess the method we apply to our writing as well is that it's always got to have like this kind of fun groove underlying it, no matter what we're singing about. I can appreciate a good, like, ha- what do you call that? Like a happy, sad kind yeah, of the yeah. juxtaposition. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There's something that's, you know, you can still cry while you're dancing. It's that kind of yeah, <laughs> kind balance between the two. Exactly. I, would say, I don't like. I don't want to listen to something really sad if I'm feeling sad because it makes me <laughs> feel I... even more sad. <laughs> so I want to be saying that could appreciate that I'm sad and be like a nice little pat on the shoulder and be like, <laughs> okay. Exactly. Uh, I was asked about you. <laughs> yeah. The the next song was Talking Heads with the Great Curve. Mm. This is like my like go to Talking Heads song at the moment. It's my like go through phases, but this album and this song especially is just 
just the same all the bass and drums and everything's the same all the way through but the vocals on it are just like incredible just heaps of voices doing these crazy like call and response stuff and it's just like a bit of a part like a weird kind of party tune it is a very very good song i do love talking heads um it's good yeah, then, we're all we're big big fans just like yeah so much to like to learn to learn from that band and the rhythm section and the performances like uh, it's just yeah. like huge inspiration for us yeah yeah 100 agreed the rhythms yeah um, the rhythm section i've lost the words can't even speak yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I'm really glad Henry put that on there because I think it would have ended up on there anyway. Or at least eight yeah. or so. Do you guys find that between the three of you that there is like a lot of, um, in the Venn diagram of your musical tastes, that there's a lot of crossover? <laughs> there's some crossover um, for sure. There, I, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. There's a lot. Yeah, we definitely all have our own, our own kind of leanings. Um, but I don't know. That's I think that's the cool thing about like, um, like we've been doing a lot more writing, um, like bring all of our songwriting together recently. And that's the cool thing. Like, I think I, otherwise I would just go like to like one dimensional in, in a particular direction of kind of my taste. Um, but yeah, I, like I, I love that it's like three of us working on these songs. Yeah, of course. The, um, the next track was Half Noise with two of us. Now, I think, yeah. Ryan, you were in Half Noise or you toured with Half Noise? Is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd say it's fair to say that without Half Noise, there's probably no greatest hits. Um, so, I, yeah, I, when we were living in the UK, um, I, I toured with Half Noise and um, it was, I mean, it was, it was just so much fun and such a, like, such an eye-opener and inspiring time for me. I was, I mean, I've always been a guitar player and actually I played bass for Half Noise and it just like opened me to this, this whole world of what bass could be. Um, I, I, I just had, I'd never had so much fun playing bass. I mean, I never really played bass, but the idea of that bass could be like super interesting and melodic and um, that just became, that became a starting point for greatest hits. I, I'd always um, wrote songs on guitar and for the first time I was sitting down and writing songs off bass. So, yeah. Um, and it was kind of off the back of that tour that was the 2am writing. Yeah, yeah, it was right, right at the end of that UK tour. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, definitely got um, got to thank Half Noise for, for kind of giving <laughs> us that experience. That's great. And I mean, like, I think, um, like, Zach, Zach is a writer and producer. He's outrageous. He's just amazing. Um, so, I mean, I've, you know, even before I was playing with Half Noise, I've just kind of followed everything he's done just because he's, he's, he's incredible. Yeah, of course. That is um, Zach from Paramore that we're talking about as well. Yeah. It's a very if, different. If, yeah. If, if like, if the listeners haven't, haven't heard Half Noise, like you got, you got to check him out. There's like all of their stuff's just, just great. Yeah. It really was very, yeah, it was very, um, it was not what I was expecting, but in a good way. I was very yeah. pleasantly surprised when I had it's a listen. So different, yeah. Paramore. So yeah. different. Can, so like, different. Like, yeah. it's still, everything's still kind of like um, underpinned by those like really like hooky drums, mm. but it's just, it's just not in like a rock style. It's just kind of moved on another thing. Um, you can definitely hear more of Zach's flavor in the last Paramore 
uh, um, record yeah, for sure. Yeah. But. Yeah. It kind of, it almost made sense listening to that and then working through the discography. It was kind of like, oh, I can see where it might connect or there's yeah. you know, through lines. Yeah. The the next track, Henry, I think was one of yours. It was, um, as Chelsea referred to him before, the Don uh, with Girl of My Dreams. Yeah. I think this was all of our favourites. When we were with him, this was our favourite song. And yeah. literally, I think every single, yeah, we saw him do 10 shows or whatever. Every time I could not, like, not get on the dance floor for this tune. It's just so good. It's just like, yeah. That was a special one as well because on the very first night of tour, um, a girl proposed, got got on stage and proposed to her fiancé. Um, and then they did that song. And then every night of the tour, Donnie, like, oh, told yeah. the, the proposal story. But every night it got, like, Just more and more wilder ridiculous. and wilder. <laughs> like, I think by the end it was, like, a two-minute story of people getting naked in fireplaces and like it just That's got so out musical of but it was so funny but they're actually the people that got engaged are actually so like such nice such nice guys and they like came to some of our shows afterwards in next time we were down yeah. in melbourne and stuff but yeah so that's always got like a special place for us <laughs> so it's definitely one way to start off a tour you're kind of really setting the bar quite high if you oh, yeah. for proposals <laughs> at that stage yeah the next song i'm just Keeping an eye on the time, uh, I think we yeah. only oh, have sorry. time for, for two more songs. Um, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's do, oh, too much crap. Do you, you want to pick one each, Henry? Yeah, let's do it. You can, um, what, I'll pick, yeah, I know which one I'm going to pick. I have a feeling I know which one you're going to pick, Henry. You know which one you're going to pick? Oh, can I guess <laughs> that it's Prince Charming? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's definitely the most Henry song on the on the playlist. I love it. I love that song. Something like something really good. Something like British. Yeah, but like eighties, like new wave stuff. That's like where my heart is. Is that like kind of post punk British stuff? And it's so cool. The drums are amazing. Like the Talking Heads one. The vocals are so cool. Or the like kind of yips and like shouts and stuff i'm like all about that yeah this is where me and henry don't quite match up but i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> he's slowly, slowly winning me probably with the song after that as well that's just a straight up funk song they're probably two that you know, like, yeah, super far apart here's <laughs> a very very good song um ryan i'm oh okay can i guess is it George Harrison? Yeah. Yeah, well congrats. Oh, really spoken a little while. Awesome. You can already read us. <laughs> if only this was a like a, a game show or something, then we'd be doing all right. But uh, <laughs> yeah. all right. <laughs> um, can I ask why why did you think that song? I, honestly, like no bullshit. I don't know. I looked at the the list, the the tracks that were left, and <laughs> for some reason that one just jumped out more. Ryan's yeah, usually well. pretty hard to read, so I'm that's really Congrats. Yeah, I mean, um, probably like well, this one definitely on like a bit more of like a serious note. Um, I mean, I like I, I love that that album. Is like, I mean, who doesn't? It's so all things must pass. It's just incredible. Um, but this song, this song's just like really been like sticking out to me recently. Um, I think like the, the definitely like the message of it 
Um, I'm not, I'm not usually like that much of like a lyrics guy. I'm definitely more kind of the music and production and that, that stuff is kind of what I get into, like at least as a jumping off point. Um, yeah, like the message of this song, um, I think just like in, in, in like our current context of like we're in this, this moment of like the whole world is pretty much in a very similar boat at the moment. Like there's, there's never, especially in our lifetimes, ne- never been such like a um, unifying event. And I think the thing that I've kind of connected with this song is that even though we are also like in a similar situation at the moment, there's like so much division as well, like mm-hmm. probably more than ever. And like, you know, the song's message is just like, like, is, like it's, it's, it's such a pity like I feel like in some ways it's just a, um, I think we've just missed like a bit of an opportunity to like all, all come together. And there's been, you know, there's been pockets of that, but it's kind of sad to look around and see how what should have probably brought everyone together is kind of being used to pull people apart more. Yeah, I can, I might not have oh, gotten there or not gotten there myself, but might not have kind of related it to that. But, yeah, it is kind of a good song to, I guess, embody that or, or yeah, that's, yeah, it, it is a beautiful track and that album is is fantastic as well. Anything by George Harrison is Chef's Kiss, so. Yeah. Um, speaking of Chef's Kiss, again, congratulations on Spicy. Oh. Just tying it all back into the kitchen. <laughs> um, congratulations again on Spicy. We do look forward to, um, I know that we, I kind of, your publicist is going to hate me because we spoke about future music that we can't talk about and the future tour we can't talk about. But when they're out, please come back. You're more than welcome to come back on the podcast and have a chat. But um, thank you again. Thank awesome. You. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, Simon. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Greatest Hits for their time. Spicy is out now and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream their music or watch the video. We also want to give a huge shout out to Katie at Positive Feedback for helping out with today's interview. You can find a link to our Spotify playlist in the show notes where you'll be able to listen to all of Greatest Hits picks. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Thursday and Friday morning with guest playlists streaming on Spotify at the same time. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.